Welcome to the Books of Titans podcast, where I seek truth in the world's great books. I'm your host, Eric Rostad, coming to you from the beautiful Books of Titans studio in Franklin, Tennessee. My goal is to read 200 of the great books over the next 10 years and share what I'm learning. I'll talk a bit about each book, tie ideas together from a variety of genres, and share the one thing I always hope to remember from each of the great books. Well, Today is a special episode, and instead of covering one book, I'm going to go through my entire 2024 reading list, what I have planned for this upcoming year. And I'm calling this year my Big Fat Greek Reading List, and you'll find out why in just a few moments. But uh, let me just take a quick step back and tell you about this project. I started Books of Titans in 2017 after reading Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. And in that book, he interviews a ton of people, and he tells he or he asks each person that he interviews what their favorite book is and what their most gifted book is. And while I was reading Tools of Titans, I made a list of all those books. And I just, I was looking at that list and I was like, man, I want to read these books and I want to read them quickly. These books impacted some of the world's top performers. Uh, I wonder if some of that magic can rub off on me. And so I made a list of these books, thought, what's the best way to get through as many as I can? And I decided to, to shoot for a goal of reading one a week. And so from 2017 through 2022, that's exactly what I did. And so for those years, I would make a list of 52 books. I would randomize that order and just go through from from the the first book on the list to the last book on the list. And I would read uh, fiction, nonfiction, biographies, history, uh, novels, uh, all sorts of stuff. It was a blast. I loved it. And I came to the point where I realized, you know what, books come from books. And I there are some books out there that are kind of the source material. And uh, the more I looked into it, I, I saw that there was this canon out there, that there was this this list that people called the great books. And uh, oftentimes it would be called the great books of the Western canon. And the more I looked into it, I, I, I saw books in, from the East as well. And so what I decided to do was to make a list of 200 of these books. I consulted a ton of different lists and I, I've created this list. It's a little more than 200 now, but there are, are 200 plus books books that I want to get through in the next 10 or so years. And so that's my goal right now that uh, I transitioned the prod project last year from reading good books to, to going and uh, attempting to read 200 plus of the great books. So that's where I am now. And I'm in year two of that great books portion of the Books of Titans project. So I'm calling it the Great Books Plus because for each great book, I'm, I'm trying to pair that with a guidebook. And the guidebook could be a book about the author. It could be a book about the cultural context of that work, uh, just something that helps me to understand the great book. So I try to read the great book first and then consult the guidebook after that. And the, the main reason for that is just that I'm doing this on my own. I'm not part of a university. I'm not part of a college or some some uh, group doing this. I, I'm doing this by myself. And so I need all the help I can get for some of these great books. And so that's the reason for the Great Books Plus. So yes, I've made a list of two hundred books, but at the end it will probably be more like four hundred when I pair these guidebooks with it. So uh, last year was when I started that great books project, and uh, I, I set up the schedule to kind of mimic a a university year. So I have a spring semester, I have a summer break, I have a fall semester, and then I have a winter break. And what I also decided to start doing was to start each year by reading straight through the Bible. And I pick a different translation or version, and then I just start 
in Genesis and I read through Revelation and I've done it twice. This is my third year that I'm doing it. In the other two years, I was able to complete it within the first two months of the year. Uh, each each time it was, I, I finished the end of Revelation on the last day of February. So just kind of paced myself and, and was able to get through it in two months, not reading anything else during that time. And so I've decided I, it's just something I want to do. It's something uh, I personally want to do. And it kind of ties in with my my project. I'm seeking truth in the world's great books. And so I just want to kind of have the, the Bible in my head going into the year. The other amazing thing about that is that the reading I do for the rest of the year really informs the reading of the Bible the next year. So I'm, I'm in the midst of reading the Bible right now. I'm still in the first part. I'm in numbers. and uh, But just even things I read about the ancient Near East last year, or Egypt, or Mesopotamia, uh, like it, it's coming into play now as I'm reading the Bible. It's enhancing the reading. It's it's making it so much more exciting. And so that's just something I'm very excited about, about this project is just each year kind of starting off with that and having it be a completely different experience just based upon what I read the, the year prior. So that's where I'm at right now in this first two months of the year. Spring semester then starts in March, on March 1st. So I'm hoping I get through the Bible at that point. So I, uh, uh, March 1st, I start uh, sp- uh, spring semester where I just Go in in order from oldest to newest in the great books. And the reason this year is called my big fat Greek reading list is that in going from the oldest to the newest, the portion of time I'm in right now is the time of the ancient Greeks. And they just kind of consumed everything for these for these years. There there's not a whole lot else on my list that is not a part uh, that was not from ancient Greece. There, there are a few, and I'll, I'll highlight those, but almost everything this year will be from, from ancient Greece. Uh, summer, summer break is my July, and basically my breaks are to read things that are more modern, perhaps uh, books that have kind of piled up on my list, maybe something that I've heard referred a lot or heard people talk about a lot, or it's just like a new book from an author that I really like. And so it allows me to take a little break from the great books, and it, it allows me to read some of these uh, more modern books. And, and some of these great books are, are, they're dense, they're just very, there's so much in them that, that it's nice to just kind of have this break. Then I go back into fall semester starting in August. So July is that, that summer break month. I get back into it in August, getting back into the great books. And that goes through the very last day of November. Then I take winter break in December. And again, that's kind of my to-be-read pile. Just pick up books that, uh, that, that I've wanted to read or uh, am hearing a lot about. And so I, I'm really happy with this this schedule last year was the first year that I, that I implemented this schedule and it, it's, Oh, it, it's so good because it just, it allows for those breaks. It's not too overwhelming. And so in, in any given year, I'm spending eight months reading the great books, two months reading the Bible, and then two months just reading whatever, whatever floats my boat. And, uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm doing from now on. That's what I probably do for these, these 10 years of the project. As I mentioned, last year was the first year that I that I did this. And the other thing that I really like about this structure in this schedule is that it it mixes two things in two manners of reading. So prior to this project, I call 
what I did in the, the way that I read the serendipity approach. So I would walk into a bookstore, I would see a book like, oh man, that looks interesting. I'd pick it up and I'd, I'd start reading it that that night at home. And then I'd be reading that book and then there'd be some book, uh, other book mentioned in that book. And then I, then that would lead to the next book and then it would lead to a next, next book. And that was a really fun and exciting way to read. But inevitably I would get to some book along that path and it just... I, I would just get stuck. And so I'd be stuck in this book for like a month or two. I wasn't smart enough then to realize that you can just stop a book without having finished it. And so I would just try to plow my way through. And I just, uh, it, it was good, but th there were some, there were problems like that with it. When I started Books of Titans, that was a very structured, planned approach. And it, it allowed me to get through a lot of books. And I, I love the approach. I still use it, but I missed that serendipity aspect of the the reading uh, reading life. And so, what I'm doing now, I think, is just a really nice, good balance. And so, if you're looking for ways to enhance your reading or or kind of spark your 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 reading life, maybe look for something that mixes those two things together where you do have a set plan. Maybe you've got one book a month that you, you absolutely want to read, but then you can read whatever else you want in, in between that. Or maybe you, you go all out this year just on, on a totally planned reading list. Like you set a list of 20, 40, 50, 60 books that you want to read. You put them in order and then you just start reading through them or you just kind of go the serendipity route. But I, I really like this approach. I'm, I'm very happy with how it went last year. Last year was the greatest reading year I've ever had. Uh, the books I read were just fantastic. I couldn't believe some of the books I was reading, the great books. Just I've been collecting these books for so many years and I finally just you know, I want to read through these great books. So I started it last year, was amazed at, at the books. And so I'm, I'm just, I, I'm really happy where things are in, in this reading project at, at the moment. Speaking of these guidebooks that helped to understand the great books, this is where I'm going to need your participation, you dear listener. Uh, I need help in finding the guidebooks that will help in these books. And for this year, especially, I, uh, in the next segment, I'll get into the actual books I'll be reading this year. But there are three areas in particular where I need help. And if you know of good guidebooks, uh, please let me know. I, uh, uh, you can email me. You can reach me through my website, booksoftitans.com. But these three areas are this, Plato, Aristotle, and Euclid. And so I'm, I'm going to try to go through most of Plato's works this year, uh, Aristotle's as well, and uh, Euclid's Elements. Euclid is uh, geometry, and so it's just a book of all these different math um, problems and, and uh, gra uh, not graphs, but drawings and, and um, kind of understanding the math behind these. I started that a few years ago, didn't get very far, but I do want to get through it this year. And so if you know of any tools that, that can help, whether that's like um, YouTube videos or a workbook or something like that, I just, I, 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 I want to dive in deep to Euclid, but I want to do it right. I want to make sure I understand it and that sort of thing. With Plato and Aristotle, uh, my, my guess is that I'm going to need a lot of help getting through those. So if, if you know, like for Plato's Republic, if you know a good guidebook or an, a good book out there that helps in understanding the Republic better, please let me know. Uh, same with Aristotle, any of his works, any of Plato's works, that, that would be a huge, huge help to me. So right now, I am reading the Bible. I am, am doing the 
Robert Alter translation of the Hebrew Bible. That's what I'm starting with. And then I'm doing the David Bentley Hart translation of the New Testament. And I am quite a bit behind. This year has been pretty busy with work. Uh, A few other things going on this whole past week uh, in Nashville here, we had a huge snowstorm and just so the kids are home from school and, and just schedule is all messed up this year so far. So I am not as far as I had hoped to be. Uh, So let me put it this way. I'm a big nerd and I track all this stuff. So just looking at the Bible, and again, I'm trying to get through this, the Hebrew Bible and the New Testament, I'm trying to get through this by the end of February. To do that with, if I add all the pages together of the Hebrew Bible and New Testament, the versions I'm reading, it is 3,800. 784 pages. Right now I've read 534 pages. I'm in the book of Numbers, the fourth book of the Hebrew Bible. So to get through all those pages, I need to read 63 pages a day. So far, the first 18 days of this year, I have only averaged 30 pages per day. So I am way behind. In order to catch up, I need to read 77 pages per day the Robert Alter Bible, uh, you know, there's a ton of footnotes, commentary. It's really hard to get through 30 pages a day. It's going to be super hard to get through 77. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, maybe I get a spurt in in reading time or, or something the rest of the time here. But that's where I'm at with the Bible. So that may bleed into March a little bit. But uh, but I do want to finish the Bible first. So. In the next segment here, I will go through the list of books that I have on the list for this year. And then in I will do one final segment where I go through some categories. Uh, I'm going to cover the book I'm most excited about this year, the one that has me most curious, the one that I think is going to be the most interesting, most educational, and the one that I can't wait to read. I'll also go through a few few other plans that I have for 2024 in, in terms of reading and, and things like that and uh, describe something that I'm doing with with uh, a bookstore here in Franklin, Tennessee, and and then just kind of wrap things up in that that final segment. So hope you join. I uh, hope you'll 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 stay tuned here and uh, I'll, I'll get into the the reading list here next. All right, here's what I have for my great my big fat Greek reading list this year. Uh, starting off with the Bible, I've got the Hebrew Bible, and it's broken up into three different books. And again, this is the commentary and translation by Robert Alter. I have uh, read First and Second Samuel uh, by Robert Alter, where the translation and commentary as part of a Catherine Project group last year. That was incredible and really got me. Uh, to where I wanted to do the entire Hebrew Bible with, with Robert Alter. So it's split into three parts. The first is the five books of Moses. That's what I'm in now, the, the Torah. And then after that, we've got the prophets. And then the third book is the writings. The After that, I'll do the New Testament and the David Bentley Hart translation of, of that one. I had a few people recommend that to me. Heard some uh, negative comments about it even today on Twitter, but uh, I'm... I'm I just like trying different translations, and I find that reading a different translation just kind of helps it freshen up or, or kind of spark things, whereas if if I'm reading a translation that I'm used to, I can just kind of slide through stuff and, and get lost. 
after after the Bible, uh, so sometime in March, I'm going to start back in with the great books, and the first one will be the Iliad. Now, I start. I read the Iliad last year, and I read the Odyssey, and I was part of a Catherine Project tutorial where we went through both of those books. But I, I just knew that these were so important, these two books, the Iliad and the Odyssey, that I wanted to read them twice. And so I read the Iliad first. I read the Emily Wilson translation last year. And then as part of that group, uh, we were getting to the point where we we're about to start with the Odyssey. So instead of reading the Iliad again, I went right into the Odyssey. I did read the Odyssey twice, and then I read a companion guide to it as well last year. So I think I, I basically took the month of November on the Odyssey. And uh, so I didn't get to that second reading of the Iliad. So that's how I'm going to start off this year. I'm going to do the Robert Fitzgerald translation uh, on, on the second reading. But the Iliad was one of my favorite books last year. And so I'm really excited to read it again. And the guidebook I'm going to do with the Iliad is it's called A Companion to the Iliad. And this one's by Malcolm Wilcock. I did a companion to the Odyssey last year, and I would read the companion guide. And then, I would, well, I, I read the Odyssey just straight through first. And then I read the companion guide, the chapter about the chapter I would read the companion guide first and then read that part of the book in the Odyssey during that second reading. It helped so much. It was such a big help. And then obviously that tutorial just talking about the Iliad and the Odyssey, that it was so great. So I can't read to read can't wait to read the Iliad again. Uh most people like the Odyssey better. I liked the Iliad better last year, so I can't wait to read it again here. After the Iliad, I get into Aesop's Fables, and uh, yeah, that 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 should be that should be neat. I've I've heard about those my whole life. I'm sure I'll recognize a lot of the fables. Uh, so that's that's right after the Iliad. Then I get to Pindar and and his work called The Odes. And I did not originally have this on my great books list, but I kept seeing this pop up last year in different different books that I was reading, especially about the mythology of ancient Greece. And so Pindar wrote these these odes about the Greek athletes. And uh, apparently there's not... <laughs> Even though they're about the athletes, they end up being more about the Greek gods, from what I understand, uh, and, and but kind of under the guise of writing about these athletes. But again, I just saw it come up so much that that I did want to pick it up and, and add it into the great great books. After that, I get into the four major Greek writers in terms of tragedy and comedy plays. So there are three tragedy writers. Uh, I've, I've heard there are four tragedy writers who are the greatest of all time. Three of those are Greek, and then you know the fourth as Shakespeare. So the the three tragedy writers that I will be be reading are Oshlis, and I know there's different pronunciations of that. I, I'm going to just go with Oshlis. So I'm going to go with the, the Oristria first, and then Prometheus Bound, The Suppliants, Seven Against Thieves, and The Persians, all by Oshlis. After Oshlis, I'll get into Sophocles, and I'll do the Theban plays, uh, Ajax, Women of Trachis, Electra, and Philoctetes for Sophocles. After that, after that, uh, I go to... Thucydides, who is not one of the tragedy writers, but he's one of the history writers. And, and I'll read The History of the Peloponnesian War. Uh, I'm very excited about this one. I read Herodotus last year, and I just thought that was one of the greatest things I had ever read. So now I get to read about the Peloponnesian War. I know next to nothing about it, so I can't read, can't wait to read 
uh, Thucydides this this upcoming year. So uh, that breaks up the tragedy writers with this history. But then I get back into the tragedy writers with Euripides, with Medea, uh, Electra, Heracles, Phoenician women, Orestes, Bacchus, and a few others, and then the Trojan women in in drama Andromache. So all those by Euripides again. A lot of these tragedy plays are rather short. Um, at first, I just had like two or three of the of the of the tragedies for each of the authors. But the more I was reading last year of mythology and different things, the more I saw all of these come up, and and I was like, I, I really want to read these. And then so many of them are characters that are found in the Iliad or, or the Odyssey or, or something else that I was reading to where it's like, I just want to, I just want to try to get through all of these if I can. So that's the three tragedy writers with Thucydides kind of work, working his way within those. Again, I'm just trying to go in the order in which they were written. After that, I'll get to Aristophanes, who is the comedy writer, and he wrote Clouds, Birds, uh, women of the assembly, and and I'll go through those. I'm going to go through the the Aaron Puchigan translation of those. After Aristophanes, we get into these this rather unknown author. Um, you, you may not have heard of him, but he's called Plato, and he wrote Apology, Symposium, Phaedo, Credo. Uh, Meno, The Republic. And so I'm just going to go, I'm going to try to go through as many of Plato's works as I can. I have a commentary on Plato's Meno by Jacob Klein. But again, I this is where I need your help in, in helping me find some guidebooks for some of these works by Plato. I can't wait. Just the fact that I'm saying that I'm going to read Plato is would have shocked my brain five years ago. So uh, I, I can't wait. I've I've wanted to to like read Plato and Aristotle and Greek writers and it's just this is so exciting for me so I can't I can't wait. After Plato is Xenophon and and Xenophon's another uh history writer so he's got Hellenica, Anabasis and the education of Cyrus. And for the Greek speakers out there, I'm sorry, I'm butchering things. I know. I I don't know how to pronounce things. Sometimes I look things up to to try to sound like halfway intelligent, but I, I don't know how to pronounce these. So if you do, I'm really sorry. But these are the books I'm reading reading by this other historian, Xenophon, after after that. After Xenophon, uh, one of the guidebooks I want to read is a book by Arthur Herman. I've read a couple books by him. I really like him. And he's got this book called The Cave and the Light, which is about Plato and Aristotle. So I thought, hey, why not have this book bridge the gap between Plato and Aristotle. So I'm going to read that after Xenophon, before Aristotle. Then I get into rhetoric, physics, politics, Nicom, oh gosh, Nicom, I don't know how to pronounce that, ethics by Aristotle, poetics, and uh, yeah, so just as many works by Aristotle as, as I can get through. The Analects by Confucius will be after Aristotle. So there is my my one non-Greek uh, writer for the year. And uh, so that, that will be cool. But again, that just came in the time period. Uh, so I'll read the works of Confucius. And just in general, I'm trying to read at least one work of the major religions 
as part of this great books project. So uh, I wanted to read the works of, of Confucius there. After Confucius, I'm getting into the elements by Euclid. And again, that's, uh, that's the, the work of geometry. I, I, I just have this maybe perhaps romantic notion in my head that going back to some of these ancient math books might help me to understand math better than the textbooks that I used in elementary, middle, and high school. So it, this is an experiment of sorts, but I'm, I'm looking forward to going through this elements, even though I know it's going to be grueling and it's not just, you know, you pick up the book and you read it, but this is like, I don't, I don't picture myself kind of sitting on a bench reading Euclid. I, I kind of picture myself at my desk, Euclid sitting there. I've got a notebook. I'm drawing these things out. It, I, it, to me, this is going to be more work, uh, but, I, but I am very excited about it. If I get through all that, uh, at the very end, I've got Epicurus and the Art of Happiness. So we'll see if I get there. Um, you know, I may, I may get just really involved with Plato and, and want to read a lot of guidebooks. Same with Aristotle. So this is kind of my, my dream for the year, but uh, I, I, I keep it fluid. I, I don't want to be too rigid in this. I want to leave space if I'm having trouble with something by Plato or Sophocles uh, to where I can just dig down, take my time, and really get to know these works. So that's what I have in store for this year. We'll see how it goes. I'll do an end of the year recap where I just pat, I, I put all of the books that I ended up reading for the year on my desk, pick them up one by one and share the one thing that I remember from each of the books. So check, look for that episode later this year, but uh, this is what I have in store and planned for the time being. That concludes this part of it. The next segment, the final segment, I'll just go over a few kind of categories for the year and then some plans going into the rest of 2024. All right, in years past when I've done this episode where I, I talk about what I'm going to be reading the upcoming year, I have... I've done some categories at the end. And so these are the categories I did a couple of years ago where I talked about the book I'm most excited about, the one that has me the most curious, the one I think will be the most interesting, most educational, and then the one that I can't wait to read. So let me just go through these. Uh, the, the one I'm most excited about is that Thucydides book, The History of the Peloponnesian War. Again, I don't know any, I don't know much of anything other than who fought it, the Peloponnesian War. So I can't wait to dig in, uh, find out, learn, and then, but just to read this ancient writer talking about this history. I, I just can't wait. I mean, Herodotus just blew me away. I, <laughs> I I hope to just be able to read Herodotus at different points throughout the rest of my life or listen to it or something. And so to have another history writer here, kind of the, the history writer after Herodotus, uh, that's the one that I think is going to be the most exciting to me. The one I'm most curious about is, is Epicurus, uh, the art of happiness. Um, I, I don't know, just to, to see what uh, this ancient Greek writer said about happiness. Um, I'm quite curious about that. Most interesting, uh, the one I think will be most interesting is Aristotle. I have, I might have read some Aristotle in, in high school, but have not really ever taken the time to, to read any of, of his works. Uh, I did read The Republic by Plato in 2017, the first year of this reading project. But uh, again, Plato would, would have been something perhaps in, in college that, that I read, but haven't 
since then. So mo- the one I'm most interested about is is Aristotle. The most educational, I think, will be the Euclid, where uh, just going through this book of, of math math problems. Um, I'm, I'm intimidated. I'm nervous about that one, but, but I do think it will probably be the most educational. At least I hope so. I hope it changes how I view the world or, or think about math or perhaps even think about how I learn. I'm, I'm, I'm just curious how that, that will, will play out. The one I can't wait to read is probably uh, the, the works by Oshlis. I bought the Oristria 20-something years ago, and it's just been sitting on my bookshelves all this time. I think I probably cracked it once, maybe started reading it, didn't get very far. And so I just can't wait to, to start it, just to read it, to see what it's like. It's, it's, I think it's one of those things where I just, I've heard, I mean, all the names I just mentioned in the last segment, I've heard these names my whole life and, but they've been like a a foreign concept to me. Uh, something that I, I didn't think I would ever be able to understand. Like I, I, I didn't get the smart gene to be able to, to read these things and, and understand these things. And, you know, some of that's from experience where, where I did read some of, some of this and just had trouble with it. Uh, even last year when, when I read the Iliad and, and, um, and understood what was going on in the story and was able to track with it and, and, and re and understand it the whole, the whole way through, that was amazing to me because previously in my life, I, I would just kind of start reading and I would get lost in a particular part, but I would just keep working my way through the book. And being lost at the beginning, I, I wouldn't regain traction. And so I would, just, I would just kind of be lost the entire time reading the book. But I, I just maybe thought, yeah, well, maybe if I keep reading, I'll, I'll figure it out or something. But oftentimes I wouldn't. And so I'd get to the end of the book, not really feeling like I had grasped the book and certainly not to a point where I, I could recall what I had read. And so just even last year, reading the Iliad and reading the Odyssey, and yes, I missed a ton from what I read, but I, I got the gist of the story. I got the, I, I, I was tracking with it the whole time. That, that was a really exciting thing for me and just something that I've had trouble with in the past. So to now like go into some of these works with the confidence that I can approach them, that even if I don't understand it, I can you know, go to these guidebooks and, and get some help. Uh, it, it's exciting. It just opens up this whole world that I never really thought I would be able to enter. And so I, I just, I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited about this year. All right. Just a, a few other uh, things here at the end of this, this episode, um, a further plan I have for 2024 in this I'm still thinking about it, but I'm, I'm considering taking February and just taking a, a complete break from social media. And the, the couple of reasons, one, I want to concentrate on something and I'll, I'll probably share what that is later this year, but I, I want, I've done a few things in my life where I've given something up for a period of time and it's been transformative. And I look at how much time I spend on social media, how addicted I am to it, and I I want to just break from it for, um, I, I just think taking the month of February, but then replacing that with something, not just saying, oh, I'm just going to give it up and, and hope all goes well, but like uh, replacing 
something instead of the social media, like replacing that with something, but that's much more productive and much, you know, something that I've wanted to do. So I think I'm going to, I'm like, like, I, I'm pretty certain that I'm going to do, I, I want to do it. Uh, I'm scared. I'm actually kind of scared that I might not be able to do it, but I need, I think that tells me that I need to do it. So that I think I'm going to do in February. So I, I'll announce that before and just, you know, you can reach me by email or something, but uh, I, I take a break from social media, which I'm kind of excited about. Last thing here, I am the business manager at Landmark Booksellers in Franklin, Tennessee. And we are starting something, we're going to try to start something this year where we where we announce a subscription each month, like a different subscription. So one month might be Southern Literature, and then you subscribe to this and you would get a book each month. And it would be curated by us, and we'd maybe share some notes with the book, or, or uh, maybe if, even if, if the author's still alive, we, we would send a, a signed copy of the book or something like that. So the first subscription that we're going to do is uh, the Books of Titans subscription, and I, I will curate that. And it'll be a book a month, and it'll be, be a book from a different genre, one that I have read for this project and one that ha- I, I think is, is one of the, the best books out there. And so uh, I'll, I'm, I'm hoping to announce that pretty soon. I'm hoping to have that all finalized by um, within the next week to where you could then uh, subscribe to it. You could, you, could, you could buy this either on a monthly basis or just pay for the whole year. And then we will send you a book a month. And uh, so keep your eye out for that. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Uh, what, what, I've, what I've seen working at this bookstore is that people come in and they might have an idea of what they want to read, but a lot of people are looking for recommendations. And so what we're trying to do is just take some of the guesswork out of, you know, spending all this time trying to find the right book or, or even getting stuck in that aspect of it and, and not actually reading. So, hey, we'll help you with that initial thing and in, in getting the best books in your hand. And I'll take what I've learned the last six plus years of, of reading and, and get the best books in your hand. So if, if that's something you think you might be interested, keep your, keep your eyes open and I will share more, more about that coming up. Thank you for listening. Uh, like I said, this, it's such an odd thing for me to be talking about these authors in these books and to say <laughs> author names like Sophocles and Euripides and Plato and Aristotle and to know that I'm going to be reading these authors this year. It, it's so exciting for me. I, I just, I've, I've always wanted to, but I, I never really thought I would one, be able to, or, or to enjoy it as much as I'm enjoying it. So I, I can't wait for this year. I can't wait for this, this, uh, this list. It's heavily Greek focused this year. Next year will, will most likely be heavily Roman, uh, focused in the, the Latin authors. And so I, I'm, I'm excited about the the entire project, but this year, the Greeks, it's going to be cool. It's going to be awesome. I hope you follow along with the podcast because I'm going to try to share as much as I can about these books. It's one way that really helps me to remember the books. And I I just love connecting with other people who have read these same books. And I I end up learning a lot from you guys when you share what you've gotten out of these these same books. So thank you for listening. Uh, Again, if you want to support this podcast, I am a website developer by trade. I'm an online consultant. If you know of a company or a big organization who needs a 
big project website, big project uh, online consulting, let me know. That's that's my wheelhouse. That's what I love to do. And that's what funds this whole project. I don't ask for advertising, but this this is how you could support the podcast because my website work is what uh, what pays for all of this. I'll be back either next week or the week after. I've got a couple books that I read last year that I, that I still want to cover on the podcast. And then once I finish the Bible, I will do an episode I'll most likely do an episode on the on the Bible, and then I will also I want to do an episode where I get Dr. Jason Staples on. I've I, I I've been writing the list of questions that I have as I've been reading the Bible, and the last two times I've done it, I've had Jason on. I've asked him the questions that I've had, and so I'm planning to do that again this year. And then I just read his book. I covered it on last the last podcast episode. And so I have a set of questions for him about his book as well. So that'll be another episode that is, is coming up in the near future. So until then, keep reading, keep listening and keep learning. I'm out.